Welcome to the 5am grind. Our mission is to create content to help you pursue your dreams in entrepreneurship or land that dream career. Tune in every week to get insights on mindset, goal setting, lifestyle, and exclusive interviews from leading entrepreneurs and business leaders across the country. Van Brian. All right, so what's up, man? Nothing much. Going man. well? Yeah, it's going well, man. Yeah? Thankfully, yeah. Nice, nice. So I thought we'd uh, cover for this week's podcast, we'd cover the topic of time. And I'm calling this the most valuable asset you have in your life, and that is time. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to cover number one, what does time mean to you? What do you think about people saying that oh, your 20s doesn't really matter, your 30s don't matter, all that kind of stuff. You know how there is this phenomenon in society. Uh, Number three, how do you decide how you'd like to allocate your time? And four, if we have time, what time management techniques and tools do you use? So what does time mean to you? Just in general in life, I feel like it's one of those, you know, (laughs) profound questions. What does time mean? mean to you uh i don't know man time is uh, i guess experience growing um, understanding new things pursuit of knowledge yeah i think, think i think like i so, sort of started the podcast i think it's the most valuable thing you have in yeah. life and it's one of those things you can make more money you can make more friends you can have relationships yada 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 but time is one of those things you always have less of yeah. as you go through life yeah. you always have less of it oh, yeah. and you can never get it back and Ben, they you just, don't even know how much you have, though. That's that's, that's the crazy so part. true, true, true. You true. know, people are like, "Oh my God, somebody else did something by the time they were thirty, and I'm like forty or twenty or whatever the heck it is." It's like, but do you know the percentage of your life that you've lived? You don't. Yeah. And the percentage of your life um, that you're able-bodied and you're able to do things, how much of that have you lived? You that have is no so idea. True. So true. There's right. there is a lot of uncertainty yeah. about all this. Because like some people, right? Like God forbid something could happen and your mind is fried by the time you're fifty, sixty, seventy, you know? And some people are still working eighty, ninety. So yeah. You look at Trump, you know, maybe he's a little fried, but he's got enough uh, working so that like uh, he's uh he's made it to being president. So He definitely has. Definitely has. Definitely has. I mean, uh, so let's go into like that, that one question we had for this week's podcast. What do you think about timelines in general in life? A lot of people say, oh, your 20s, don't worry about it. It's uh, like, it's do whatever you want. Uh, you know what? Um, when people give advice like this, what do you think about it? I think it's a load of crap. Yeah, yeah, honest, yeah, yeah. Right? I think that you forget about your 20s. I think because uh, before... Um, you know, if you went back 50 years ago, 100 years ago, people, people, boys became men at like 12, right? Yeah, it was you, a very different time. Yeah, you were expected to like, you know, work. And then they stretched and it, 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 you're it, not even stretched. They created this like in between time, right? Your ad- adolescent years where you're, you're trying to find yourself between 12 to 18, Right. And then that grew to 20 and then now it's gone to like 30. And now it's like, you know what? People in their 30s still don't really know what they want. Right? Yeah. So when are you really starting life? You know, people, well, I don't know how long ago, man, but like in the dark ages, at least in Europe, right? It was like you lived until your mid 20s, your 20s. That's it. Mm-hmm. So and if you um, I mean, issues back then were different because in Europe, they were like, you know, if you. 
wash your hands with water, there's going to be like bacteria and yeah. die earlier, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? But like, uh, thing is, is that what I'm the point I'm trying to get at is like people in their like 20 was all they've got, 20 years is all they've got in life, right? In her first five, 10 years, or I don't know what the heck they're doing, they're obviously <laughs> trying growing, to, up. growing up, right? And then that's it after that, you got 10 years and that's it, 10, 12, and you're, yeah. you're gone. But nowadays, it's like 20, 25, oh, I'm still like, they're, like there's uh, so much social media, so much entertainment to distract you that you're still trying to live and understand your life before you can actually start it. Which yeah, is, yeah. To me, it's like mind-boggling, man. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. The whole idea between 30s or the new 20s, I, I don't like that yeah. idea at all yeah. because that advocates for a lot of people to postpone a lot of important decisions. Yeah. And let's be honest, I'm not saying in your 20s you should have figured out everything you want in your life and you should know what career you want mm. and how you want to get married, blah, blah, blah. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that your 20s are such an important time for you to develop a certain skill set, yeah. for you to just figure out life as well, yeah. to try a new job, to try a certain career path, to launch a business and see if that works, yeah. right? It's such an important time to experiment that for you to think that, oh, yeah, I'm still a student. I don't know. I I'm going to figure it out. No, I wouldn't take that approach. I yeah. would take the approach in your 20s of like, Yes, it's an it's a time when you're still trying to figure things out, but you should definitely be trying stuff out instead of just sitting back and being like, "No, I'm a student. Let me do a master's yeah. in this or a master's yeah. in that or a PhD in that." Yeah. That's one thing about the edu educational system as well that I'm not a big fan of is it has sort of postponed adulthood yeah. or going into the workforce, right? Because yeah. people stay students for a longer yeah, yeah. time now. Yep. It comp I like and and in in the long run, it just messes up your brain so much because it compartmentalizes your life. Where these are the years I'm a student, and then I party, and then after that, I'm not a student anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And when they're not being a student, they're not learning. When it's like you're, you should be learning your entire life. You should your be entire a student life. your entire life. Agreed. Entire life. And and the point I think the both of us are getting at is again like. To add to what you said, it's not about knowing everything in your 20s, but it's taking on the responsibility of life or existence or understanding and placing meaning to the world around you and, and pursuing that endeavor that's more important than actually figuring things out. You never, ever, I feel like, you know, there was a, uh, when I was working um, at Jaguar Land Rover, there was a manager there and, and she came to me and she's like, uh, she told me how she felt like I was always focused in on getting something done that I don't like look at the entire process. And she's like, you know, like sometimes in life, it's not about where you're going. Or I mean, it is about where you're going, but the journey is as important as where you're going because sometimes the journey is all you've got. Right. And life is a journey. We're not, there's going to be no point in life. That anyone can sit down and say, Hey, I have, um, I know everything. There's no way. Yeah. And if you're waiting to to the end of your life and say, well, my life was worth living, your life is not going to be worth living because you should be able to say that in every moment of your life. You should be like, you know what? I've given it all I've got. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've, like I've, living with no regrets type yeah. of thing. Trying out. But, but I know. But, so then the no regret part, though, is yeah. not like living audaciously and being like, oh, I don't care about. Things, yeah. Yeah. Right? No, no. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, it's like it's like I'm I, I'm a responsible. I, I, I don't mean to sound like people's dads and stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> We're going to sound a bit like <laughs> people's dads. But it's like, yeah, you know, I've lived a life where I've 
I'm working hard towards being a better person. Yeah. Yeah, I think what you're trying to say is I've given it all that, that I've got, right? Yeah. I tried hard. Yeah. Yes, you do have... I yeah. think even with me in life, I do have some regrets for sure. And everybody does. Yeah. And that's okay. You don't need to be beat yourself up over yeah. it. Having regrets is absolutely okay. It means you learn to look back in life, reflect on your decisions and be like, this is where I went wrong. Yeah. And here is, I'm going to change it when yeah. going forward. That's absolutely fine. Um, but no, I totally agree. This whole idea that, oh, you're going to figure it out when you're 30s or your 40s. Yeah. Dude, you're not going to figure it out. Yeah. Let me break that to you. You're not going to figure it out by the time you're yeah. 40. If you're waiting to figure it out or somehow or just sitting there expecting that, ta-da, some sort of light will show up <laughs> and you'll have figured it out. No, life is not like that. Yeah. The way you figure it out in life is by doing stuff, trialing it out trying a new business, yeah. trying a new career. That's how you figure it out, right? And you'd learn in life, nobody's really figured it out. It's just you become more confident in yourself and you build a skill set where you are able to tackle uncertainty in life yeah. um, with the skill set and confidence you build over time. Yeah. Um, there's no like figuring it out. You never really there's there's no final out. golden answer that everybody's like, oh, this is it. Right, right, right. It's like the biggest regret in time that I have would never be, oh, I should have done that investment. Oh, I lost that money doing something over there or whatever it is. It's always, I look back and I'm like, okay, um, am I working hard in trying to change myself? Am I a better person? And not better as in, oh, I like donated more money, so I'm a better person. Um, those actions, I'm not, those actions are needed. I'm not saying that the, there's anything wrong with that. But yeah. when I say, am I a better person? It's making, putting in that work to change the things about yourself that are difficult to change, but you've had a hard look at yourself and you figure that these are the things that need to be changed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So maybe you don't take chances. So now, like, it's not about just, like, taking a huge chance from the beginning. But you take a step. What's what's something that you're uncomfortable about, right, in doing and, and, and thinking about? Do that just a little bit. And then take a next step, right? You up the ante and you keep going from there. And so it doesn't have to be that you're transformed overnight, but you're just taking one step on that journey to to better yourself yeah. in like actions, deeds, mindset. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think the thing that I tell myself if I was younger as well in my 20s, look, I don't think you and I are advocating, at least I'm not, <laughs> advocating that you need to be hardworking all the time. Like one of my regrets, especially going through university and stuff is I should have taken a gap year between whether it was high school and university or I don't know, after university, if I could have traveled, done whatever, gotten that out of my system and then gone on with my career, right? Yeah. I don't think that's a bad idea. Yeah. Now I'm saying one gap year. I'm not saying you're <laughs> wasting your entire 20s. That's totally fine. Yeah. That's totally acceptable. But, if you yeah. need to do that, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's totally okay. But what I also, what I would also tell myself if I was in my 20s, and I think I've done this to a certain extent is trial out different careers and different career paths mm. to see what I what it is that I like. I think my 20s helped me do that because I went into accounting, went into finance. I tried out different jobs. I was like, here's what I don't like. Here's what I like. You learn what you like over as, as you trial out new careers and jobs. That's very advantageous to do that in your 20s. Mm -hmm. The other thing I would have done, I think, in my 20s has been a bit less risk averse and just trial out a business earlier on. But I mean, mm -hmm. you know, you uh, you live and you learn. Yeah. No, I, yeah. The one thing that you said, and I just want to go back to it because yeah, yeah. I kind of disagree. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> is, it's good to, uh, good to have disagreements. Is the, the, the traveling part. Thing? Yeah. The yeah. traveling. I mean, gap year, you know what? If you're trying to figure yourself out yeah. and you need a gap year, like 
Yeah, go for it, right? Um, and by gap year, I mean that you just can't take on school and figuring yourself out at yeah. the same time. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, if you like, if you want to do part time, whatever, I don't really care. But like, it's more like you're still putting in the work. It's not like you're trying to run away from something. Yeah. Um, but the whole traveling part, I feel like it's something that is in our generation. We're like, oh, I got to go see the world. I'm all travel, all cultured. You know, my nephew, he's five years old. He's been to a lot uh, in five years. He's like almost two. Yeah. But he's been to like. Five, six countries. Is he well-traveled and well-cultured now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people who want to be like, oh, I want to travel, but they don't know their own backyard properly. Yeah, you know? yeah. You have to put in the time yeah. to get to know yourself and figure out who you really are before you can figure out who other people are, let alone civilizations and societies mm. and all of that. Because the real meaning of traveling is really understanding how people are doing and behaving and why they're doing that in a different country. Not because, oh, yeah, they have these nice buildings and it took a picture next to them and it looked nice and the painting was good and they don't have those buildings here and they, they make pizza or pasta a different way or whatever it is, right? And I'm going to Instagram and take pictures, whatever, and be like, oh, you know, in this country, they did this. I find a lot of people... And I'm like, I'm not saying everybody's doing this. Yeah. But a lot of people, the traveling is more like more of a, a, a means to express the ego than a genuine, sincere, empathetic understanding of another culture or society. I think social media has definitely ruined yeah. that for sure. Because yeah. a lot of people are like, yeah, I'm going to go traveling and then show it off on social yeah. media. That's essentially what they want to do, yeah. really. It's not about learning about a different culture, really opening their minds and yeah. stuff like that for sure. It's more um, of a confidence game. It's and a, let's be honest, there is never in life, like even if you're going to say, I'm going to go travel and I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> I laugh at this. No, that doesn't happen, dude. Yeah. You don't travel and then figure it out. Yeah. You figure it out through life by doing stuff, but actually doing, let's be honest, unpleasant and hard work is usually yeah. how you figure yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah 100%. By trialing a, a new business, trialing yeah. a new career, trying it out, that's how you figure it out. You're not going to go travel and have some sort of an epiphany on yeah. something yeah. and then all no, of a sudden figure it out. Reflecting, just reflecting, is it's so difficult for most people. Right? Yeah. And that's how you figure it out, not by going out and traveling. You spend 10, 15 minutes a day home alone in a yeah. corner somewhere and trying to evaluate why you're behaving the way you're behaving. Whether something is right or wrong doesn't matter. Yeah. It'll go such a long way than going and trying to travel, right? Yeah. Like 10, 15 minutes, and it's not just like rationalizing your actions, right? It's like, in fact, it's, sometimes it's the opposite way. Am I rationalizing something when I shouldn't be? And you're trying to fit, poke holes in yourself. And it's not necessarily to like go into a mindset where like, oh, my God, I'm such a horrible person. There's none of that nonsense. It's like, yo, okay, what uh, my pursuit is the truth. The first thing that blinds me from the truth are my own biases. So I have to get rid of that. Yeah. And what are those biases? What am I not looking at or, or do, what lenses do I have that I need to take off? And like facing those sometimes hard realities in understanding what's in front of you. And once you've got that, then yeah, then traveling could be awesome because you're actually going and seeing things for what they really are. Yeah. But nobody puts yeah. in that work. There's very, I've, I've seen very few self-aware individuals yeah. um, that like have put in that work 
to really understand who they are at at least some kind of level. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, uh, you know, traveling is one of those things. If you travel in your 20s, sure, it's awesome. It's kind of nice to put it on social media. But when you travel, when you're older, your life perspective, like you said, yeah. has changed. You look yeah. at things differently. You yeah. definitely do. So you don't want to, like, you know, put all your traveling in your 20s. You want to do it over the life, yeah, over yeah. your life as well. Because trust me, your perspective in your 20s and 30s and 40s will yeah. change. And you want to look at, you know, other countries when you, as you get older as well, which is quite interesting because you look at them in a different manner. Yeah, and in a different way. Because you see like life so much differently when you're. You older. certainly do. You certainly do. What do you think about these, you know, milestones that we have in society today? Whether it's I don't know, um, in your thirties you should be married, forties I don't know you should have kids, whatever the hell it is. Uh, I don't. I think it's like do you garbage. No man, yeah, yeah. I don't at all. It's <laughs> so garbage. <laughs> I think that as long as, you know, like some people, they'll get, for example, married when they're like 18. It's yeah. great. If it works for them, it's great. Some people, 30s, 40s, 50s. I think uh, one of the guys, uh, Grant Cardone, a marketer or sales guy I follow. I think he got married in his 50s or something. Yeah. Right? So it's like, and he's just, his mindset was, I need, there's things that he needs to accomplish before he does that. And which is fine. Right. I yeah. don't, I don't really care, but like, you shouldn't get married for the wrong reasons. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't get married because somebody else got married for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then at the same time, you should also like, for example, in these decisions, think about, um, what, really matters again and i think we talked about this in a previous podcast where marriage is like people are like trying to they're hold they want they're holding off marriage because they're trying to find the right person for who they are today but they don't know who they're going to be tomorrow yeah i'm not a fan That's in society of this whole postponement postponement of stuff yeah, you know yeah. what i mean postponing major life decisions like yeah, marriage yeah. postponing career decisions into the future as if somehow you're gonna know in the future uh something else or so you're gonna yeah. be enlightened somehow and yeah. know something about marriage or a career etc yeah. that's going to help you no the way to do it is to you know if you can circumstances permitting of course try to do it earlier yeah. in your life and yeah. just figure it out it's right? living responsibly you, yeah yeah it's like you know whether you get a job yeah okay or your your marriage right it's not going to be the perfect most ideal conditions yeah. but you're willing to work with it you right? are you with are. a job nowadays people are like i want this ideal career it has to make me feel good yeah, for most yeah. people it's not it's just a job it's a way you make money so yeah. you can pay the bills it's call it's it for so what true. it is it's not like oh i want something that makes me feel warm inside the the thing that society misses today about being young number one is that first of all you can take bigger decisions when you're young because you have nothing to lose yeah, yeah you're 18 launch that business 22 launch it because back then, at 22, you don't have a mortgage, you don't have a family to feed. So go ahead, yeah, launch 100%. it. You can make those big decisions 100%. as opposed to postponing it when you're in your 30s yeah. and you have a mortgage and you have a yeah. mouth to feed at home. Yeah. Um, and even marriage as well. You're a little bit stupid when you're 18 and you'll just fall in love and you like a person for, <laughs> I don't know, sometimes the wrong reasons. And that's okay. Sometimes <laughs> ignorance is complete bliss. It's a good thing. But the other right? thing is when you're younger, though, and you get married, you have the energy to put in to understand the other person yeah. and you're more open you can put up with stupid crap because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're older you're like oh i don't want to deal with this yeah. and you become more entrenched in your ways yeah. so sometimes it is 
actually an advantage yeah. to get married when you're young and you develop and grow together. I've seen this with a lot of younger couples, younger couples. They got married early. They have a fantastic understanding of each other. They've sort of grown together in their 20s. So that's it. They understand each other mm-hmm. really well as opposed mm-hmm. to some couples that get married in their 30s and they're so, they have their lives already and then blending the two together, mm. it's tough. That's quite hard to do sometimes. I mean, and though you could flip that as well. And in some couples in their 30s, they know each day. They put the time in themselves enough so that when they do get together, it's a better relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas people who are getting married younger, more often, um, because they're growing together, they um, have that validation. Right. Right, from the beginning. And so they're not necessarily, there's nothing that's pushing them to grow as much as they would have otherwise. And a lot of people are probably going to be listening to this, but like, no, I got married when I was young and I grew and this and that. Like, I'm like, yeah, to me, yeah. I, from what I've seen, right? Right. Like diamonds are made under pressure and it's no, like, there's just more that's pressure, in man. Life, in life for sure. But I mean, I, I would say, would you agree though, in general, that this whole postponement of milestones in your life is yeah. not, not a good yeah. thing. Like I'm no. not a fan of it at all. No. Like being, that being said, things happen. You could start your business in 30, 40, whenever. Right? Yeah. You could I'm get not married saying you'd be yeah. unsuccessful. I'm yeah. just saying it's, it's sometimes nicer yeah. to get a head start. Yeah. But it consciously postponing that decision yeah. is because you're afraid of making a decision. You're, postponing responsibility yeah yeah right? that's actually a really good way to put it so yeah it's not a there is no like if you're just postponing it to postpone it and then you rationalize it like oh i don't want to do this business because i'm not ready i need to know more things isn't that like w- nobody's ever ready to start a business yeah there's never a good time yeah. nobody's <laughs> ever ready to get married right like you just jump into it and you figure things out the things that you do need to carry with you are more principled yeah. Right? Like you're committed to it. You're going to be making sure that you work hard to understand the business, the economy, the person, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, so true. I, I guess so. Okay. For our last bit here, maybe we can cover the two questions together. Yeah. Okay. How do you decide? How do you, how do you decide? How do you, how you, oh my God, I can't speak. How do you decide how you'd like to allocate your time? Yeah. And last, but certainly not least, what time management techniques do you use? So how do you decide how to allocate your time? And then, how do you sort of manage and allocate that time? Do you use a technique or some sort of a certain tool? <laughs> Nothing, man. I wake up and I'm like, okay, I've got uh, goals that are set for the week. I mean, there's files that I have to complete for clients by for the work. end of the week for yeah. the next two weeks, right? So those things are always like priority, yeah. right? Because you can't po- postpone those, right? right? If somebody has getting rid of some kind of condition on an agreement like that needs to be done. There is no, I'll get to it when I get to it. So that has to be done. And I like to get those done as soon as possible. Um, but then also I look at, I don't look at like, I, I know some people schedule it, right? Where it's like, okay, from nine to 10, I'm doing this for me. It's where like, does my mind still have the energy to do this next step? Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, let's skip it. I'll come back to it. Right. Um, and then I will, uh, I'll move on to the next one. And so I'll have, for example, um, short, medium, long-term goals. Yep. Right. And it's like, I will prioritize short-term goals first and then medium and then long. Yeah. And then I'll skip through it if I don't have the mental energy. Let's say, I don't know, I have to read, uh, some kind of lease and figure out like all these other terms in it or whatever, um, and have to put serious energy. That takes attention. Yeah, right? it takes attention to detail because sometimes when you're reading these contracts, at least contract, whatever it is, agreement, 
um i'm talking about like business agreements residential agreements like i've read so many that like <laughs> i know exactly where yeah what they say yeah. Yeah, yeah but like with a lot of these nuanced agreements you still have to read every single word you need an attention span and like you need strong concentration mm -hmm. if i feel like i've done stuff uh like the immediate task and i'm coming to something like that and it's not due tomorrow and I'm not 100%. I will postpone it until I am 100%. Right. So I'm okay. not postponing it to, like, postpone it. Yeah. I'm postponing it because I need to do – I know myself enough to be, like, I can't read this. Pro I can spend time on this. Mm -hmm. uh, if I would have spent an hour before, I'm going to spend two hours now, and I'm not going to be able to do this as good as I want to. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got so that's it. how I prior. Stuff. What about yeah. you? Yeah, no. I, I, I think we've gone over this during yeah. our productivity podcast, and yeah. the way I do it is – I am the laziest person in the world. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I am the laziest <laughs> person. If I don't, and that's why my productivity system or schedule is so involved. Yeah. Because, dude, I can find any reason to yeah. procrastinate on anything and postpone anything. Yeah. Like, I'm such a lazy person. And that's why it's sort of involved. I have my yearly goals. I break them down into monthly goals. I break them down into weekly goals. And then, like, a few tasks I need to do every day. Because if I was not to do that... Dude, I wouldn't get anything done. I always put it off. I'd always yeah. be like, oh, I've got some other things to do. Always put it off. To that end, though, I did want to cover a certain subtopic of these questions. What do you think about people that always say, I'm busy? I'm busy. <laughs> uh, you, you tell them, hey, are you available? They're not like, I'm too busy. I used to be guilty of this, too. But what do you think about that? People really, always going, I'm I busy. I, I thought, like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I remember in undergrad, I didn't think you were that bad with this, man. Like, I felt like, it's okay to be busy, right? Right. And when you're busy, you should tell people you're busy, right? But do, do you think but sometimes feel, it's just BS? I feel like a lot of people are just kind of like, you know what? Um, I'm busy to show that they've got something to do. And my time, right. you know what I mean? It's more of an impression. And sometimes do you think, I used to do this sometimes too. I used to say, I'm busy, but I used to have like one thing to do. And then I used to say, I'm busy because I don't know. I wanted to sit down at home and watch Netflix or something <laughs> like that. And sometimes it's so... <laughs> Because I had, had a TV show to watch and I was going to say, I'm busy. And sometimes, to be honest, I get people. That's totally fine. Yeah. You need a little bit of me time. It's yeah. totally okay. But usually I find it hard to believe that you're so busy that you can't allocate time for other things. Like, let's say, I've always told you this, right? A lot of people will tell you, I'm too busy to go to the gym. Then I'm like, dude, have you seen Elon Musk? He runs three freaking companies. Yeah. Like, how are you busy? And this guy is running three companies. Yeah. Or how are you busy? Yet Bill Gates has... A, let, let's be honest. The one common denominator between successful individuals and whoever else. Bill Gates has 24 hours. You have 24 hours. Yeah. Bill Gates is a billionaire and built Microsoft. Like, you and, you and him have the same yeah. amount of time. Yeah. You should have no reason to say that... I don't have enough time to build, you know, blah, blah, blah. When Bill Gates built Microsoft in the same amount of time yeah. that you have yeah. as well. But to be fair, um, I, and I agree with you. Yeah. But at the same time, um, people have different priorities, right? Because uh, like a lot of these guys, like Elon Musk, like if you look at his personal life, <laughs> it's not Non-existent. <laughs> yeah. No, there are right? sacrifices yeah. to be made. So if you want to like spend time with your family, your parents, your spouse, your siblings, right? Your yeah. kids. You're going to have to like let go some of these things, mm -hmm. right? So in that sense, but I do I agree at the same time. Whereas there's people who just are lazy, and when they're saying lazy, it's like it's the same thing. They're postponing doing something, yeah, 
and yeah. saying, oh, no, it's just like there's certain decisions you can postpone a couple of years. There are certain decisions you can postpone a couple of days, hours, yeah. whatever. I'll get yeah. in whatever I can <laughs> as yeah, long yeah. as I don't have to do it right now. But you know what? I feel like when you postpone something, it's on the back of your mind. Yeah. I'd rather just get it done and get it out of my mind. I, man. Lately, I've become like that too. I think it's for the past year yeah. or something as well. There's an immediacy to yeah. everything that I do. If I have a to-do list, I'd rather do it now. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather like just do it yeah. now so I, get, I can get it out of my way. Yeah. I like, like that. That's what I operate on. Like yeah. Just a sense of immediacy. Yeah. Everything has to be done now and I keep working until like I can't. But I also like n- try to take some time out for family of course and then that's pretty much it but i don't go to the gym because <laughs> i don't got time no <laughs> yeah, yeah no yeah. And I, you know what i don't go to the gym because i don't make time because i yeah. could make time you if could I make time yes. that's the thing yeah. right i, I yeah. think so you could make the time and eventually let's be honest after doing it for 30 days it becomes part of your routine yeah. and that's it it's yeah. something you do you go to the gym you go to work it's like well, it's part of your routine you know what it's it's like it, the routine part is so important because I would start going to the gym and then, and, and I know we're about to end, but I was, yeah. I'd start going to the gym and then like COVID happens, it shuts down. And then I just snap out of the routine. I get yeah, back yeah. on it the bike changes. after you're falling off. It's tough. For me, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit of a hefty dude. <laughs> <laughs> so it takes longer, it takes more willpower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the hardest part maybe about a lot of like decisions or, you know, decisions you have to make to, uh, with your time yeah. It's sometimes to get the ball rolling, yeah. right? It's to get like the engine of the train started. It takes a lot of work. You got to yeah. put coal in it, et cetera. But once the train is moving, it's just momentum. Yeah. It's pretty easy. It just keeps going. For the gym, dude, it's like I think it's like the first two weeks. Yeah, that is horrible. After that, like you're, I'm running to the gym. That's what yeah, I, I know you that feel myself good about too, yourself, etc. Yeah, yeah, you have more energy. You're like, oh, I feel it's good. You're seeing something change, and you're like, I want to add more to it. Whatever, it's good. Yeah, yeah, no, one hundred percent. So, any last thoughts just on dealing with time? Time is an asset. What do you think? I mean, don't take time for granted, and put. Everything you've got in every moment and really live that moment and don't postpone things for the sake of postponing, right? Plan it out. Understand yourself so you can understand the decisions you're making and really make the best decisions you can. Yeah. I think I'd say as a young person, time is the biggest asset you have and it's the biggest advantage that you also Mm -hmm. have because it allows from you invest early you have a longer time horizon. You can sit down and, you know, go through compound growth in your investments. You can trial things earlier. Therefore, you have the advantage of learning things that your peers wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I think it's the biggest, uh, the biggest asset you can have and definitely don't squander it and spend it wisely. All right. Words of wisdom. <laughs> Thanks. All right. We'll leave it there. All right. Take care, guys. Okay. Take care. See you on the next one.